19 minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope, and uh, this evening we try and make sense of uh, what happened out uh, at Teguini earlier on today. Now, uh, uh, many uh, foreign nationals who are vendors in the city of Teguini, it seems, came under attack today, allegedly by a group of MKMVA members, and uh, this happened out in the CBD. And according to Metro Police in the area, the uh, members of MKMVA allegedly attacked and assaulted uh, the vendors petrol bombed some of the operations and shops and apparently the for uh, the uh, uh, foreign nationals retaliated and uh, there were serious injuries uh, on either side of this particular skirmish now polani dube political analyst at zubera institute for research and development based out eteguini joins me now on the line polani good evening to you and welcome uh let me humble myself to you ayabong as well as to the listeners Thank you very much for joining me, my brother. And uh, well, let's maybe start off here. What you make or how you make sense of what has happened uh, in the CBT at Teguini earlier on today in the context of, uh, as I was saying earlier on, it seems to be you know, a recurring event. It's not a novel uh, a phenomenon that we saw uh, this afternoon. How do you make sense of it? Look, I, I think that's how people are manifesting their, their frustration, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is that here in the province of KwaZulu-Natal, the so-called the natives seems as if they are not uh, enjoying the so-called the fruits of post-apartheid uh, uh, administration, and they are still uh, at the periphery of economic empowerment. And you remember that there was always a tension between so-called the natives as well as the Indians. And now the natives, what I suspect, they are seeing again not being given an, an, an opportunity to express themselves in, ten, in terms of being the entrepreneurs and the, the so-called inverted commas foreigners are the ones who are being favored to, to, to have that expression of being the entrepreneurs in the province. And so that's where the, the tension uh, emanates from. But in, 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 in an essence, I think it's the failure of our provincial government to empower the historically dispossessed in this province. And, and you say, I guess it's a manifestation of that underlying, um, you know, crisis or, or it's ferment in, in, in some shape or form. I mean, I'm, I'm quite interested, I guess, in, in the optics of it. So on the one hand, uh, it's quite ironic that, you know, the members of, uh, you know, uh, the Veterans Association of Umkondo Wesizwe, uh, you know, an army of the ANC that spent a considerable amount of time, you know, in the frontline states in many places on our continent, now finding itself in open skirmishes uh, with ostensibly some of the nationals from those nations where many of them were harbored. Uh, during the fight against the apartheid, uh, I mean, uh, certainly the irony is not lost on us. Look, I, I don't think that he is still the so-called Mkonto Westizwe, you know, uh, in its authentic form, you know, or in its authentic concept. I think the Mkonto Westizwe has been vulgarized and has been criminalized 
by certain people in order to further their criminal activities. And so I, I think, Ayabonga, we, we need to, 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 to try to avoid, to crowd this whole thing under the concept of Mkondowe Sizwe. Because, you know, if easy one day, as you have seen it in it, uh, what you call it, at uh, Hillbro, where people were saying it's Zulus versus and mm. so forth. I think sure. uh, the issue of labeling, we, we need to do away with it. You know, we need to say certain people, without mentioning names or giving them names, are having this issue that they want to deal with, you know, mm. because once you start to categorize and label certain uh, people according to Kondoesis, Amazulu, Amakosa, and so forth, mm. I think we, we, we start to lose the gist of, 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 of the cause of why people are standing up, you know, because if, even if you say foreigners, I'll tell you something, even foreigners among themselves, they demarcate cities. And they know that in this particular city is for the Zimbabwean and then this particular city is for the Pakistan, mm-hmm. from those who come from Pakistan and the Nigerians and so forth, you know. And so let's confront the social ills without sure. categorizing people uh, by labeling them. So, so what would you say is the social ill? Because no, it's, I it's, mean, a, it's a very simple, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we are an economist. You you mm. sit in in the in 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 in, in the highest uh, structure that advise our government. No, I what want to hear from you. I, I have a perspective in a, in a country Let, where I have a perspective, but I want to hear yours. Afford, mm. Yes, um, can I say this? How can Social. you say in a country where people can afford the food basket, mm. and where in a country where there is such a huge unemployment, in a country where the G coefficient is so evil in its interpretation. And the, obviously, people, especially those who are at the bottom of the ladder, will mm. see the others as if it are those who are the wall that prevent them to sure, sure. rise within the social ladder. And they will see people, those people who are scavenging at the bottom mm. ladder of our economy, as if other people are very problematic. Most of the sure, racists, sure. most of the people who, 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 who are really racist are the people who are at the bottom line of our economy, you know. And so we need to start to look at the real issues of our mm. economy in our country. Let me sure, give you an example. Sure. Etawini, Ayabonga, there was an irregular expenditure of $2.5 billion. Etawini municipality. And so if there's a an irregular expenditure of 2.5 billion. Mm. Can we imagine that money if it was used accordingly? We're not going to have this crisis that we are facing today. You see, and so we need to put everything into a context rather than to suck a juice that will inflate more fire. Mm. We need to confirm that the government in the Etowini municipality, that municipality, has failed the people of Etegwini. Whether the natives or the foreigners, they failed mm. the native and foreigners. You get what I mean? And sure, now, sure. those who have been failed, they don't see the real enemy, but they will mm. see each other mm. as enemies. That's why sure, the, the sure. metropolis are not doing anything. They always fold arms, you know? And mm. so the fact of the matter is the foreigners and the people of Etegwini must stand up and make that municipality 
account mm. because if they fight about the opportunities to trade at, around the Taiwan uh, municipality, is the role of the municipality sure. to demarcate and provide spaces mm. for people to trade. It's simple as that. Kolani, I, I want us to pause here for a second and take a quick spot break. When we come back, I mean, I think I share your sentiments on, on many uh, aspects, and I'll certainly share my own views about, uh, I guess, how, how this is unfolding. But I think you're spot on that some of the categories that we might be using uh, to describe what's happening here are potentially not helpful, and uh, we'll certainly come back to that theme after this. The microscope and it's nine minutes uh, just before 9 p.m i'm in conversation with kolani dube who's a political analyst at zubera institute for research and development out at Teguini. and we're talking about what happened in the cbd of Teguini earlier on today the skirmishes uh, between foreign nationals and uh, members who ostensibly are saying they're from umkondo westies military veterans association but i think as kolani you were saying before we went to the break uh, some of these categorizations are, are not necessarily helpful because Certainly some of the young people who we saw in those skirmishes would um, at no point have been members of Umkondo Wesizo. So let's put that aside for a second. But I think the other characterization that is unhelpful is this idea of saying that, you know, um, uh, these assaults are on foreign vendors. And then, of course, what we end up doing is to extrapolate from that and say we have a challenge around xenophobia of South Africans to foreign nationals. What we don't talk about is that it's certain types and specific types of foreigners. There's a certain class dimension to the kind of people that find themselves under attack here. And I think I agree with your comment that effectively it's, you know, uh, poor on poor or African on African or black on black, if I can put it that way, in terms of what we're doing. Because, you know, foreigners are not only Pakistanis, Nigerian nationals, poor Mozambicans or poor Basoto. There are many other foreigners in Eteguini and in many other parts of our countries who would probably not be on the receiving end of this. So, so I think... Some of the characterizations are not necessarily helpful, but I certainly agree with your comment, Golani, uh, that um, you know, our socioeconomic formation in South Africa is what reproduces all of the crises that land in very, in, in very deep and meaningful ways uh, on uh, many a poor uh, black person in a city like Ateguini, where I guess people are finding themselves uh, you know, starved of the space to eke out a livelihood, starved of all of the social wage elements that uh, should have been coming to them, which is the p comment you were making. And I guess uh, the big question for me, which would be the next question, is what kind of sort of uh, liberatory politic do we need to overcome some of the manifestations of this crisis, especially this manifestation, uh, which manifests itself in Afrophobic violence or violence against people from the third world? Look, you and I, we grew up here in South Africa. Interestingly, we can claim that you belong to so-called inverted commas, the middle class. You know, when you when we talk also about the issue of this of this criminal criminal activities criminal activities happening around our country, look where they happen. They happen in the downtown. Mm. Oh, today I was in the I was in in, in the city centre, but I was in Morningside. From Morningside, I went to Mshanga. It was peaceful. I went to a Turkish shop, and then I was at Starbucks. And clearly, it shows that it is not about foreigners. It's not about whatever that has been the master narrative want us to, mm. to, 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 to keep on drumming. The issue is about the people who are at the bottom line of our economy, who are trying to survive. And 
when even when you go to the dam site where you see people are scavenging on on the waste in those dam sites, they fight. Why they fight? Because it's just scarce resources. In the taxi industry, there are no foreigners. It's a business. People they do fight and they do kill each other. You you, you get what I mean? And so mm. I don't I, I don't feel comfortable most of the time when we because even some of the vendors who were at the receiving end were not only foreigners. Were some sure, of them sure. were were South Africans, you know, mm. and even Indians that today we say are South Africans were at the receiving end. It has nothing to do with foreigners, but is about the expression of the manifestation of people who are at the bottom line of our economy, who mm. are the reject of this system. And they manifest this through violence by trying to disrupt this system. That is the only way that they have because these are the voiceless. These are the people that you and I, we look down upon them. We don't mm. want to give them a voice so that they can be heard. Because if, if I can ask you, and through municipalities, even in Johannesburg, we have never seen the mayors going down and really understand what is the real issue. Because mm. people have been telling the municipalities through the IDPs and so forth to say, look, we want to be economic active. We want to start our own businesses. Do they give them the opportunity? Do they give them the capital? The answer is no. Look at the land bank. Look at the NRF. Look at CEDA. You remember that you were having what you call it CEDA. Go to the municipalities when they talk about where they have a unity for small economic development mm. and do an audit. Ask them, how many people have you developed in this unit? The answer is none, except people who are doing what you call it, these events and so forth. And so mm. the South African system, the black government, has failed its people. And from that bottom ladder, the next wave of violence will be where? Will be in the middle class. We've seen students through FISMAS fall. And we are seeing students even now complaining about being neglected by the same government. The middle class currently is in debt. Wash the space. They will start to take it to the streets as well. But, but, but I want to come back to the question I was asking, Kulani. Eningati, uh, you're running away from that question. Which no, 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 is, I'm not. I'm not. I'm what not. is the prospect of a liberatory politics that is able no. to weave all of these things together in a coherent political program? Look, I want, it's to change the whole economic system of our country. We need to democratize it. We need this system to give voice to each and every citizen of this country. We don't need a system that only give an expression to the business market, that give the expression to the comprador bourgeoisie slash the government or the black political elite. You, you, you get what I mean? You, mm. you, talk, you talk about the so-called the, 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 the investment that happened in sentin, that gimmicks. We don't need those things because you create expectations Give people expression, go down and do what we call it local economic development. Let's do cooperative. Let us not mm. pay let, let us not pay lip service to these things. Let's be practical. In Guazulu Natal we have what we call it Itala Bank. 
Itzala Bengi can go down to the people there and really empower communities through cooperative cooperatives and also developing local economic development. We talk about township economy. We grew up in this township. Township economy for us is not a, a new concept. Mm. But post during that 1998 of black on black violence, number of shops were banned and so forth. We need to go and rebuild that economy. Because once we rebuild that economy, we can go somewhere. Rather than to build taverns, and then we say, Kawashi, a tavern, is a township economy. It's not. We grew up in township where there was a butchery, where there was a supermarket, where there was the mechanic. We, we grew up mm. in that environment. Sure. That's where we need to go back and give meaningful, practical expression on township economy, on local mm. economy, I mean, local uh, economy on cooperative. That's what sure, we want. We don't sure. want this economy of sentiment. Let Rupert, let uh, Ramaphosa, Petrus Motsepe do that at tertiary level. But the problem, the problem that we have in South Africa, number of people, millions and millions, are at the bottom line of our economy. That's where mm. we need to have intervention. Sure. Okay, Colan, let's leave it there. But for as always, a pleasure catching up with you, and uh, really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us this evening. Colani uh, Dube uh, is a political analyst at Zubera Institute for Research and Development, all the way out at Teguini, speaking to us this evening. 9 p.m. is the time, and uh, folks, that's where we're going to have to leave it. Uh, the man with the soulful sounds is standing by. Sentler's with you from 9 right through to midnight.